Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Uncensored News. I'm your host, The Educated Patriot. Before we get into this episode, let me tell you how to sponsor this podcast. On any platform that you're listening to this podcast, let it be Spotify, Apple, Anchor, it doesn't matter. There's always a tab that says about this station. Once you click about the station, you will be able to sponsor this podcast. Now, let me tell you the prices. This is going to be the shocking part about it. All this information that I do week after week, month after month, almost going up on a year. You can sponsor this podcast as little as ninety nine cents per month. You heard exactly what I said. Ninety nine cents per month. You can sponsor this awesome podcast. You can't even go to the dollar store anymore. Not with inflations. You're going to pay at least a dollar twenty five for any item in there. But you can get this honest. Uncensored news commentary for as little as ninety nine cents per month. Or you can get it for four ninety nine a month or nine ninety nine a month. And if you want to get some exclusive VIP content. If you want to get some behind the scenes, some polls, want to know a little bit about me, any breaking news or anything like that, you got to go over there to the Patreon, baby. You go over to the Patreon, you find us under Uncensored News. There are three different tiers. They list exactly what you get per that tier. But ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, the content and stuff that I put up over there or the writing that I put up over there is amazing. And I'm not going to talk about any of that stuff here on Uncensored News because that stuff, well, you got to pay for it. Um, And if you want to follow me on social media, and I don't mean any of that communist-based, anti-constitutional social media. I'm talking about real, conservative, pro-First Amendment Speak your opinion, not being censored. Don't worry about any blue check marks, social media platform. You could find me over at Getter. That's G-E-T-T-R. And you can find me under the handle, the Ed Pat. That's T-H-E-E-D-P-A-T. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what I want to do before we start off, I want to, to, to play an a, a audio clip. It's actually a video for me. It'd be audio for you. Uh, of this phenomenon that's been going around this past weekend uh, with this chant, let's go, Brandon. So if you're somebody who don't understand exactly what I'm talking about, let me give you a little bit of background about it. So basically, uh, early October, this NASCAR racer, Brandon Brown, was given a post-race interview at the 2021 Sparks 300 NASCAR Infinity Series at Talladega. So basically, he had won the race and he was given his post interview to a NBC Sports uh, Network um, reporter. And in the background, you obviously hear them chanting, fuck Joe Biden. That same thing that's been going around in college arenas and professional arenas all around. But for some reason, she thought they were saying, uh, let's go, Brendan. Or she said, let's go, Brendan. Uh, Because this was live and I guess they didn't want to cut. But any of us know that when something like this happens, they typically cut, say we're having technical difficulties and then they'll talk for a minute until they probably are able to in Talladega get him away from that crowd, at least a distance away from that crowd so that she can do the post uh, celebratory interview uh, with Brandon Brown. But they didn't do that. 
Uh, she literally said that. So a lot of people are going around T-shirts. I've seen I've seen hats. I've seen um, even Getter uh, flew over a banner on the plane um, that said, let's go, Brandon. Obviously, that's, you know, the um, undertone for fuck Joe Biden. Um, that's going around. So what I want to do, I want to play this clip so you can hear it in its entirety. I just thought this was was funny and I just wanted to try something different. So uh, here we go. The mom and dad and oh my god, thank you so much, Larry's Lemonade. Thank you so much, Trade the Chain. Thank you so much, Japs Construction. Thank you, Mid Atlantic. Thank you to all of our partners. Oh my god, it's just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were gonna kind of hang back those first two stages and just watch and learn. And that's what I call hilarious. The simple thought that she even paused for a second so she can hear what they say. And something switched in her, you know, being part of the propaganda for Chairman Biden uh, news network that it was instead of fuck Joe Biden, it was let's go Brandon. Let me let me say that to you slowly. And, and and I know y'all 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 understand what I'm saying. Let's go, Brandon. Fuck Joe Biden. Don't sound the same to me, but if you want to push that propaganda, that's okay. And I do apologize for calling them a news network because the only real news that that we all know that you're going to get is going to be from podcasters like myself. Let's be honest. The shit that you see up on TV is not news. It is pure fucking propaganda. With that being said, I want to introduce this little series uh, that will come up, you know, once in the blue moon or whenever I uh, deem it necessary called Clown World. Clown World is an undertone for communist era uh, as we go forward. So you will understand how these headlines that I'm going to read and talk a little bit about the stories uh, indicate or let you know that we are living in a communist regime. So let's take a trip to uh, California real quick, where Subchairman uh, Gavin Newsom still reigns supreme. You know, recently Gavin Newsom decided that children and teenagers, anybody basically under the age of 18 will be receiving a mandatory COVID-19 vaccine. I don't care what you say as a parent, your child is going to receive it. I don't care about the underlying condition. Your child is going to receive it. Let me give you a little historical uh, context uh, when a government basically uh, takes control of your child. I remember being in the military and I remember being on this island nation. And I remember that they will do specialized testing on the children of this island nation. Now, if your child um, basically was a genius or hit uh, high levels in different subjects, your child will be taken out of your home and put under government control, meaning that the government will house them. Not only will the government house them, the government will educate them and the focus of their education would be what they, you know, uh, hit high marks in. So if they 
did science, science, if they did military tactics and stuff like that, they go to the military, intelligence, so on and so forth. The list goes on and on. But basically, your child was property of the state. You as a parent, you can visit your child almost like, you know, a loved one's due to somebody who's locked up in a penitentiary or in jail. You can visit your child on certain uh, days. But your child was brainwashed to know that, you know, that parental control that you had was no longer over them, that their loyalty was to the government and to the leader of that government. And if you wonder, educated patriot, who or what fucking country are you talking about? I'm talking about the regime of Fidel Castro, Raul Castro in Cuba. When I was there at the embassy in Havana, Cuba, not the U, it's called the U.S. embassy, but at the time we didn't have dip, diplomatic relations with Cuba. So what we did, we basically leased that building from another nation. It escapes me right now. It's, I know it's a European uh, nation. I don't want to say the wrong uh, nation and be incorrect, but I know it's a European nation. And basically we operate out there. And at the time when I was there, it was called the U.S. interest section, Havana, Cuba. Nonetheless, I spent time on that island and I was banned from that island. Oh, yeah. Yours truly was banned. And it was nothing, you know, bad. If you think, oh, well, he had to do something stupid to be banned from a, a nation or whatnot. But no. It was something that gave, I'll just put it this way because it is classified. I shit you not. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it in the past, but it was something that gave the State Department and the U.S. leverage over Cuba. And obviously they knew that I was involved in it and I was banned from the nation. I was banned from that island and told that I could no, I could no longer go, uh, go back as long as a Castro member was alive. So as long we know Fidel Castro is dead. So as long as Raul Castro is alive, I can never go back to Cuba uh, because I'm on the list. You got to love being on the list and little old me on the list. I was like, are you fucking serious? Oh, yeah. I got a police escort all the way to the airport. And even when I was put on the plane, I know I talked about this in the past. Now, now I was clicking. Even when I was put up on the plane, like no shit, the police car followed the plane down the runway as if I said before, as if I was fucking MacGyver or something that I was going to tuck and roll out of the, the fucking plane and lead, you know, the Bay of Pigs part two in Cuba or something fucking crazy. But it's crazy how I had to leave all my stuff. I wasn't allowed to go back to the Marina house, you know, basically where we were living and stuff like that on this property. And the property that we lived on was from the, uh, makers of um, Bacardi. I shit you not. Because uh, Fidel Castro stolen. They call it Bucanero um, out there. And it's the same flavor as Bacardi uh, rum. But anyway, so out in California, like I said, Galvin Newsom, sub chairman, decided that everybody under 18 gets the vaccine. But before he did that, Back in April of this year, during a virtual class, a 16-year-old who was healthy, had no pre-existing conditions, was not allergic to anything, he dropped dead 
in the virtual class, meaning at his home while the uh, monitor, the video recording was on. And, you know, fellow students and teachers saw that, you know, he kind of slumped over or whatever, whatever it was. They, they don't have the video uh, up. But there are some details out there about it. Uh, but nonetheless, he passed away. They are waiting results right now from an autopsy. But the significance about it is that he had just received the second Pfizer uh, vaccine to protect him from COVID-19. And then days after he dropped dead. This is a continuous story that we hear time and time again. I even put up a video on Gitter of a mom that said basically the same thing happened to her son. I think her son was 27 or something like that. And he had dropped dead after he received the vaccine. So this mother filed a complaint with the vaccine adverse um, event reporting system known as VAERS. It's crazy to me that if we go back to the beginning of, you know, the whole COVID and after they knew kind of what it was, they basically said that people in the 18 would not be affected. The likelihood of them getting or catching COVID was next to none. And even if they they do, they would have a uh, speedy recovery. And we even go back to Donald Trump, where he talked about when he got COVID and the first lady, Melania Trump, and their son, Barron, that he basically had the worst case out of everybody. Melania was allowed to stay at the White House and she recovered quickly because Melania is healthy. You know, she she, um, you know, has a strict uh, eating regimen of a lot of fruits and vegetables and things like that. She's just a healthy woman in general. And then Barron. And he said, by the time, you know, I was even going on the plane, I said Barron was fine and that he basically didn't test positive anymore for COVID. And when you look at that kid, I mean, I think he's six, seven now. He's 16 or 17 years old. He towers over President Trump and President Trump is what, six, three, six, four, somewhere in there. And Barron's the tallest out of all of the Trump kids, six, seven at almost, you know, 17, 16, 17 years old. It is amazing how we saw that kid when President Trump won the, won the actual election and he was so small. And then we fast forward ahead to where everybody saw President Trump coming across the lawn with uh, First Lady and Melania Trump and Barron was standing there towering basically over both of them. That is just ah, talk about. Wow. Six, seven. Come on, kid. Help me out. I'm only five, six. Give me a little bit. Give me give, give me give me whatever you got. That's kind of crazy. But, um, you know, children basically were able to have a speedy recovery. We do know now that a lot of the vaccines and things that the kids have been taking have been causing them to have adverse reaction, uh, whether it's death. Uh, one of the big things that was being pushed out there was uh, heart conditions, um, whether it can increase their chances of having a heart attack or give them scar tissue in their heart. What's amazing about that point, since we're talking about that, Menduro or whatever, that that company with their vaccine, 
basically admitted that you have a 25 percent chance with their vaccine, if you took it, to either have a heart attack or have um, lifelong scar tissue damage to your heart. It's amazing that it took this long and after so much of that medication was pushed out there that they're now telling the truth. Because one thing that we know is that a lot of countries banned the Mandera vaccination. Israel, so on and so forth. And they're the only one that comes out and says, well, you know, scar tissue. And while we're on pharmaceutical, I know there's so much about this, um, you know, just just different rabbit holes uh, that go along with this story. But they're saying that a low dose daily use of aspirin, a Tylenol, I think it's aspirin, though, can help you either not get COVID or recover quickly from COVID. How true that is. I don't know. I'm not pushing that. I'm not a doctor. That's just a story, a headline that I, I briefly read. Uh, some of y'all can look that up. I strongly urge you to look that up. Do not sit here and say, well, I'm just going to take his advice. I'm not a medical doctor. I do not have a license. I'm not the educated, uh, you know, patriot PhD or doctor, you know, Educated patriot. That's that's not that new. Don't do that. Don't do that. But it's just amazing to me now that it seems like Pandora's box has been opened. And what I mean by that is now people are starting to come out and tell potential side effects of their vaccine or how their medicine through studies can actually help in this COVID-19 era that we're in of clown world. But we have other companies like Pfizer that are not acknowledging that there are side effects to their drug. We don't have Johnson and Johnson that is acknowledging any potential side effects of their drug. And that's very alarming to me because anything you take, it does not matter whether it's a vitamin all the way to prescription medication to over-the-counter medication. There are potential side effects with every single drug that you put in your body. So why would anybody think that a COVID-19 vaccine is one, effective, but two, doesn't have any side effects? Just think about that for a minute. If you get the vaccine, jab one, jab two, You are supposed to be protected from getting COVID-19, according to what a vaccine was, was defined as. However, what we see now is that not only did they redefine the word to fit their narrative, because they know that it's not effective. Because you can take both jabs, jab one, jab two, If I, being unvaccinated, have COVID-19, I can give it to you. Or, there's so many scenarios, watch all these scenarios. Or, you are vaccinated with jab one, jab two, 
but you don't know you have COVID-19, you can pass it on to the vaccinated and unvaccinated. Another scenario, what they are finding out is that the mutation of the Delta and a mighty Mo, that's my word, mighty Mo is mu or whatever the fuck it is, uh, that variant, that is not coming from the unvaccinated. That is coming from the vaccinated. So people who are vaccinated are capable of not only spreading COVID-19 in its original form, but the Delta and the Mighty Mo. So why are people so fucking worried about if you are not vaccinated that you can potentially get sick yourself or die yourself? Why do you care about me? A lot of you are listening to this podcast and you're probably vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. I'm not getting vaccinated. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Today, I got the flu shot. So that just proves to you that your theory of me being the anti-vaxxer is bullshit. I literally got the flu shot fucking today. And the only thing that I have from the flu shot, any adverse reaction, is it makes me extremely sleepy. That's it. And it's for half of the fucking day. And then after that, I'm fucking fine. That's the only reaction I have every time I take the flu. For some reason, it makes me sleepy. Nothing else. So if you get vaccinated or are vaccinated and listening to this, why are you worried about me not being vaccinated? Why, you, why do you think that I can potentially spread COVID when you too can potentially spread COVID? You're so worried about me. Most of us will never fucking meet. You will never see me in your whole entire lifetime as I will never see you in my fucking lifetime. I don't live in a house with you. I don't ride in a car with you. I don't go take a shit in the same bathroom as you. I don't eat at the same restaurants as you. I don't even eat out at restaurants. And that has nothing to do with fucking COVID. I just don't like eating out at all at restaurants. I like to cook my own food, eat in my own house that I'm fucking paying for. I'm definitely not going to pay somebody else to cook food that I can fucking cook. And yes, your boy can fucking cook. I am. I'm not Gordon Ramsay level, but I can work in a Gordon Ramsay fucking kitchen. So I don't go out and eat at restaurants and pay an additional me. I'm a fiscal responsible type of person. People can call me cheap if you fucking want to. But the thing is, when you look at fucking rich people, they're rich because they don't spend a lot of fucking money. I'm talking about real rich people, not the, the fucking people you see in Hollywood and shit. I'm talking about real, like your doctors, your lawyers and shit like that. The same ones that are pull up to the fucking hospital and parking their parking spot, driving a fucking 1996 Honda Accord paid cash and you wonder why they got money yeah. but anyway you shouldn't worry about anybody else not having the fucking vaccine because if you have it and you run on that false flag that the vaccine is effective well you shouldn't worry about me you shouldn't worry about me at all 
You should worry about yourself. If getting the vaccine makes you feel good, well, more power to you. If you don't want to get the vaccine, more power to you. But do not stand before me or anybody else and call us fucking anti-vaxxers. That is a blanket fucking, uh, um, um, you know, word attached to a subgroup that you just have a difference with. But what you don't know is they're not anti-vaxxers like myself. I still get vaccines. I allow my child to get his vaccines that he's supposed to. But we're not getting no fucking COVID-19 bullshit. And no one's going to mandate that we do it. I'm an independent fucking contractor. So who's going to man- make it mandatory for me? Nobody. I'm my own boss. I'm my own supervisor. I'm my own employee. I'm my own coworker. I utilize my own equipment to make my money. You don't need to worry about me. You don't need to worry about me fucking at all. Because unlike you, being in the military, I have vaccines that you will never fucking have the opportunity to ever fucking receive. Do you have anthrax? Do you have smallpox? Do you have yellow fever? Do you have all the series that are associated with those to make sure that you are fully protected from it? You don't, but I do. And many more. What goes on in my body or what goes in my body, I make the choice and the decision, not a fucking government. A mandate has no place in a fucking democracy. Get that through your thick skulls. Now, moving on to another story. Uh, Kamala Harris science video mishap is the latest sign of chaos in a VP's office. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, Instead of being down in Mexico and at a meeting with Mexican officials about the border crisis, the woman who's in charge, appointed by the chairman himself, decides to do a science video and be in New Jersey with children. Now, we can excuse to a certain point not the fact that she wasn't down there in the meeting with the State Department official and DOJ about the, the border that she's supposed to be in charge of, the fucking chaos that is going on down there. But you were dealing with the elementary school kids, which is fine. Because those were real kids. However, what was found is that the children in the video titled uh, Get Curious with the Vice President Harris... I guess there's some YouTube channel, uh, a space theme, you know, YouTube channel that Harris is on or something like that. And she's like the chair chairperson or whatever. She's in charge of fucking space, too. That's kind of ironic for somebody who literally spaces out when asked questions and come up with random shit that no one's even fucking talking about. All she does is cackle the whole entire time. It's fucking mind boggling to me, fucking mind boggling to me. But anyway, the important detail is this, that in that video, there were kids in there reacting and saying certain things. What we have found out is that those children are child actors, meaning that they had scripts and had certain cues to go along with Harris 
Don't know if Harris knew that these kids were child actors or whatnot, but it's just so ironic. When you think about how she operates, you have to think about Showtime's Veep. That's basically Kamala Harris right there. I shit you not. She's away from the fucking chairman. She has no real fucking authority anyway, and she disappears for time at a time, you know, where people just like, ah, where's she at? I don't know. Let's move on. We ain't got a fucking VP. It's more just a appointed position anyway. But nonetheless, people still need to know where you at to know that you're still involved in the politics and laws and the passing of laws and at least showing up at ribbon cutting fucking ceremonies. But if you're appointed by the chairman himself to actually be heading something, maybe you should fucking have a permanent office down here in McAllen, Texas. Maybe that's where you should be. They should always say, where's she at? Oh, she in her office in Texas. I mean, you got a White House that builds a fucking production stage for Joe Biden because, you know, the White House is a historical fucking uh, landmark. So they can't drill into the walls or remove this and remove that because you have to do a Hollywood production to try to make a fucking zombie look like a real fucking human being. Chairman Biden needs lightning. He needs, you know, the reflection thing. He needs a better background. He needs, you know, makeup. And you can't do all that in the Oval Office. You would probably blow the circuit there with, with as much lights and, and, and technology you need to fucking help this fucking dummy seem fucking real. It's amazing to me. It's amazing to me that we live in an era where children are not even real in videos with politicians. They're actors. You have to get fucking actors to react to a woman that doesn't know anything about space, yet alone know anything about a fucking border. Give me a fucking break. Now, let's move on to this story to show you how much even further we're in fucking clown world. So a Seattle school canceled a Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, a Halloween parade because it marginalized students of color. (sighs) I tell y'all time and time again that I'm an African-American. I am fucking black. My child is biracial. He's white and he's black. However, growing up in schools, I never felt marginalized. I never felt discriminated against. I never felt less than anybody else in the fucking classroom. Yet alone did I need someone to cancel a Holly. Oh, I keep saying Hollywood. Why is Hollywood on my mind? A Halloween parade for the school. Because it marginalized me. Now, an elementary uh, school in Seattle basically has this racial equality team at the Benjamin Franklin Day Elementary School. I went to school just like you did. I never heard of a department or a committee called the racial equality team. These individuals are quoted as saying the following. Historically, the pumpkin parade marginalized students of color who do not celebrate the holiday. Specifically, these students have requested to be isolated on campus 
while the event took place, specifically African-American males. Are you fucking kidding me right now? You canceled the entire parade because for whatever reason, these individuals don't want to participate in the parade. It can be religious reasons. It could just be that they don't celebrate Halloween. It can be a magnitude of things of why they don't want to participate. But you should not cancel an entire event because a minority number of individuals do not need that, that they don't want to participate. So you want me to, to, to know that every kid in that school besides African-American males celebrate Halloween. You are a fucking lie. You are a fucking lie. How dare you? You, this racial equality team is marginalizing African-Americans in general, people of color in general, African-American males in general. Who in the fuck are you to say because a group of individuals don't want to do something, everything is canceled? Are we serious right now? That's what we do. So think about your job. You go to work every single day. What if a couple people just say, I don't want to go to work today? So your whole job just says, look, folks, the racial equality team has deemed that if all of you come and a certain group doesn't come, that is racist. So in order not to marginalize them, we're just canceling fucking work. Has that ever happened? Go ahead and give it a try and see what happens to you. See if they don't send you fucking packing. See if you don't get that old pink slip. You thought you were going to get that golden watch with your name on it? Uh Uh-uh. Not anymore. You got to be fucking kidding me. Where is this white guilt or this this poor black people fucking narrative coming from? And it's always led, and no offense to any listener, by white people. Ain't no black people fucking sitting up there going, oh, well, we're marginalized and we need to cancel the fucking parade because two individuals don't want to participate in a parade. If you don't want to participate, you just don't want to fucking participate. I don't go to parades, but you don't see them saying, well, you know, uh, here in Fort Worth, we're going to have to cancel the parade because, uh, you know, the educated patriot doesn't want to participate in the parade. Because he's an African-American, we have to cancel it. That ain't going to fucking happen, folks. What the fuck? Are you using black people as catalysts for your fucking own selfish fucking reasons? God damn it. It pisses me off when I keep hearing stories like that where they continue to use us as a catalyst for an argument. I don't celebrate fucking Halloween. But does that stop my child from dressing up or, you know, this year we're going to go to the to the zoo or whatnot for Halloween? No, it's a personal thing for me. I just don't. I did as a kid. But after I grew up, I said, fuck it. I got a job. I can buy my own fucking candy if I want and I can buy the exact size that I fucking want. So I don't celebrate fucking Halloween. I still like hunted houses and my favorite genre of movie is horror. I still buy the fucking candy. 
but I don't turn on no light for no kids to come knocking at my door. That's my personal thing. My wife does things for the fall. Pumpkins and all these decorations and everything like that. But I'm not going to tell her, don't do that because I don't want it to fucking happen. I don't care. If she wants to do it, do it. She's going to be dressing up and so is my son for Halloween. And we're going to go out not to trick or treating, but we're going to go to the zoo. where they are going to be giving out candy and stuff. I'll go. But they don't need to shut that down because I'm not dressed in the costume or because I don't celebrate Halloween. Stop using black people as a catalyst. You motherfuckers are racist. A, a racial equality team. You bunch of goddamn Ku Klux Klan wearing goddamn Grand Dragons. Joe Biden mentor, Senator Byrd loving motherfuckers. Stop using black people as a catalyst for your fucking arguments. I'm sick of this shit. Don't use us to help you. Fucking bullshit. All right. Speaking of stupidity and another clown nation, think about this for a second. Down in Australia, Northern, Northern Territory Chief Minister of Frontline Workers said, get COVID jab by November 3rd or lose your job and pay a $5,000 Australian dollar fine. Not only you better get that vaccine, but if you don't get it, we're going to fire your ass and then we're going to find your ass. Think of how stupid that is. You're going to fire me and then make me pay a fine on top of it? So I lose my income and whatever I have in my savings, I'm going to be fined or face fucking jail time. (laughs) Australia, just like I tell California, you reap what you sow. You all fucking voted as a majority to allow that government to seize and destroy all of your weapons. Thus, the government and police are the only individuals in that country that have weapons. The government does not fear you at all. The power no longer rests in your hand. There is more of you than it is of them. But however, they got all the ammunition and you got what rocks. Let's see how well that works out for you. So all of this shit that is going on down there in Australia. Just like California, you reap what you sow. Moving on. Um, so speaking of people losing their job, a federal judge um, restrains United Airlines from enforcing COVID vaccine mandates on employees seeking religious exemption. So basically, they, this judge uh, sided with the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which basically says that an airline cannot or anybody cannot make anything mandatory upon an individual according to the Civil Rights Act of 1964 if they are seeking religious or medical exemption. So United Airlines has 67,000 U.S.-based employees. They put out a policy that said that everybody needs to be vaccinated by the 27th of September. And their policy even said unless you have religious or medical exemption. 
So basically, as of today, 593 employees have yet to get the jab. I don't understand how we went from your medical information is your own private information. I mean, you have HIPAA and all these other laws that bars anybody else from getting your medical information to us just opening and freely giving our medical information to our companies that have nothing to do with pharmaceuticals, have nothing to, to do with medical, have anything to do with us just wanting to give them that information. They're not doctors. They're not scientists. They're not researchers. They're not even data collect, uh, collectors. So it, it, it mind fucks me a little bit when I see companies think that they can mandate somebody get something. Now, if a company mandates you to get this, what else will they mandate you to get? You're going down a, sl- a slippery slope when you fold to what they want to do. I've said that the power is in the hand of the people. There are more of you at your job than it is those who are in charge, meaning a board, a CEO, or CFO, COO, whoever the fuck. There's more employees than it is of them and the executive part of your company. If you all walk the fuck away or have a strike, they will have no choice but to bend to your will. We see Southwest Airlines, these lying ass motherfuckers, and I have stock in this fucking company, but these lying ass motherfuckers told the public basically 2% of their flights this past week, which equals up to about 1,900 fucking flights that were canceled, was due to weather here in a great state of Texas. Let me tell you, I was out the night that that weather came through. That weather came through, ladies and gentlemen, around 11, between 11 and 12 o'clock. That's when the bad weather came through. I was way out in the country working on the project when that weather came fucking through. 11, 12 o'clock at night. It was bad. You couldn't see before yourself. In the car, your fucking headlights did nothing. It was like they were not even on. Your windshield wipers, because the wind was so severe, was going in slow motion, even when you had it at a high setting. It was horrible. But as fast as it came, as fast as it left. Then I called my wife in the area that we live in. The storm moved past and they did not experience half of the stuff that I experienced out there, including uh, dime sized fucking hell. They didn't get any of that here. When I drove back up here. There was no flooding or anything. When I was out there, cars were all over the fucking freeway. They, they were in the embankment on the grass, everywhere else besides fucking going straight. It was bad. Fire department, police, EMS, fucking going all up and down the street. The wind was so strong that if you didn't have your hands at, you know, basically three and the six or two and the 10 or whatever the fuck they suggest, both hands basically on the steering wheel, it felt like your car was going to get blown off the fucking road. That wind was severe. Like I have a V6 in my fucking car. And it was having trouble maintaining speed without being dropped. It was like a force would just come and fucking just like slow me down out of nowhere. 
So the weather out there was bad. Where the DFW, International Airport, is, between the cities of Fort Worth and Dallas, right on the border of both, the weather was not bad. The flight cancellation happened early during the day before the weather even fucking came about. The real reason is because they fired like 1,100 fucking workers. The workers that stayed, of course, followed the policy of Southwestern Airlines and had their vaccine, whether it was one or two, I don't know their fucking policy. But these individuals were left to cope with all of that gap. Just like the hospital said, oh, everything will be fine. It's not fine when you lose that many people. That's a lot of shifts in a lot of positions and a lot of departments that are covered that are no longer fucking covered. Southwestern Airline can't afford to lose that many fucking workers because of a fucking mandate. Given all that, they lost profit. Two or 3% of their profit. Sounds small. But an executive gave an interview either today or was yesterday, basically said it's going to take years to recover from that. That's nothing that just is done overnight. That money is lost and it's going to take a very long time to recover that money. Here in Texas, the governor signed a mandate that barred any company or any state or city uh, business or anything from uh, enforcing uh, Biden's mandate. Now, a lot of these airlines are saying that the governor's policy is invalid because the federal policy trumps his. In a way, that is true. However, one thing you all fail to fucking realize is that also in that policy, there is wording that says that if a person does not for any reason get it, that they will be restricted to mandatory testing weekly. He literally said that in his fucking speech, I will give him that much credit. And that's the only credit he fucking gives. So what everybody focuses on the big notion, get mandatory. That's not all of, that's not the whole wording. Do not stop there. That's like picking up a book and reading the first sentence to realize if that's a good book or not. Don't do that. You have to read. If you're going to put a policy in play, you need to know what guidelines you're taking it from in its entirety and do not leave that out. Religious and medical exemptions needs to be enforced. Meaning that if you are a a Christian scientist or for whatever reason, whatever religion you are or medical reasons that you need to be exempt from this vaccine, why should your job be in danger? This goes right along with the fucking job numbers that were fucking horrible last week. They didn't understand why it was increased because companies are fucking firing people on a mandate that is not even fucking really put in place yet. They are still figuring out the legality of making it mandatory. He said it and companies are running with it as if it is something that has been made 
Today is the day. He's just talked about it. All right. So you overworking your fucking people. Pilots going beyond what they're su supposed to go in flights, not getting the rest and recovery time that they're supposed to have. Just keep them planes fucking moving, right? Okay. Okay. You go ahead and get on the Southwestern Airline. This is somebody, uh, again, I say has fucking stock in it, but I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to ever endanger anybody's life where safety is fucking concerned. That is paramount. You let all those people go. You lost out on 1900 fucking flights and you want to blame some weather that had yet to even happen. That's like California saying nobody can drive. Nobody can get on the fucking freeway because an earthquake is coming. It's California. We know an earthquake is going to happen, but we can't shut down now because it hasn't happened. What is this? The movie fucking minority report. You know when it's going to fucking happen. You don't. You fucking don't. So don't sit here and say that lie to the public and say, well, the weather is canceled because I mean the flights are canceled because of the fucking weather. Stop making shit mandatory. This is a democracy. This fucking clown world allows mandates to be fucking implemented. Not in a democracy. You an American, you have fucking rights. And I tell you all, you need to join hand in hand and fucking walk the fuck out. Let's see how much money they fucking make. Make the fucking company go broke. Go find a job elsewhere. Become an independent fucking contractor. Fuck this dumb shit. Now, let's talk about this last story as I wrap this up. About inflation. Inflation is up 5.4% year over year in September. This is the highest in 13 years. Let me read you a quote from our friend, our communist buddy, love wearing her pink communist fucking Russian hat, Jan Psaki, press secretary of chairman Joe. Fuck you, Biden. It says we all understand the American people are not looking at cost to cost comparisons from year to two years ago. Yes, we are. When I go to the store, I wonder why the same amount of money I was spending last year on the same exact stuff is more expensive. If you don't believe me, let me read you some common things. Gas is up 42.1% since last year. Bacon is up 19.3%. Eggs are up 12.6%. Chicken is up 7.6%. Shoes are up 6.5%. Buying dresses is up by 9.5%. TVs are up by 12.7%. Computers are up by 8.5%. Used cars and trucks are up 24.4%. Cars and truck rentals are up 42.9%. Hmm. But the American people are not worried about it, right? We're not fucking worried about that shit. We're not worried about no costs. We're not worried about no inflation. We're fine with it. Just like your fucking treasury secretary who wants the fucking IRS to start going into people's bank account looking for $600. The $600, you know, bailout money that they were giving us during COVID and shit. 
they want to look at people to see where that money may have went because it was misplaced. They sent it out. They don't know who they sent it out to. So not only do you want my medical information, not only do you got my social security information, not only do you take shit from these propaganda fucking social media accounts and store it, now you want access to my fucking account to try to see if I have some stolen $600 that you placed in, money that I have paid in fucking taxes. You think you are owed it again. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, you think that's bad? Let's 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 talk about this real quick. Biden administration plans to exempt some Taliban era Afghan civil servants from U.S. terror related entry restrictions. Biden administration is planning to allow some Afghan civil servants who were employed by the 1996 2001 Taliban government to be exempt from terror related um, terror related entry into the United States. So you say what? Before. Aren't the Taliban like fucking, wait, they were on the terror watch list and they want to make exemptions for them? You, you got to be talking about like five or six or seven people. No, sir. No, ma'am. I'm talking about 95,000 Afghans through the current fiscal year. Let them come on over. Let them sing Kumbaya with us. Let them go hand in hand with us. Maybe they'll move to California. Maybe they, they'll send their kids to fucking acting school so they can be on, on one of Kamala Harris's uh, uh, fucking space videos. Or maybe, you know, they'll move to Seattle and, you know, the, the, the marginalization will be taken off of African-American males and put up on Afghan children. Maybe they'll move to, you know, Australia or so and then be fine. 5,000 Australian dollars and get fined because they didn't get the jab because we know Afghans don't get fucking vaccinated. They're not required to. Only Americans are. Or maybe they'll go work for United Airlines and follow that mandate and increase the number of those who've yet to get the jab. But they will say that it is religious reason and they will be exempt because they are, you know, foreigners. Maybe they won't have to worry about inflation, you know, the cost to cost or whatnot, because everything in the United States will be given to them thanks to the taxpayer. So they don't need to worry about inflation. Ladies and gentlemen, this is fucking clown world. This is fucking clown world. You cannot make up those stories. You cannot make up those headlines. You cannot make up those events. This is what we're living in right now. That's why it's more important today than it's ever fucking been to switch from your news station and come over to these podcasts. That propaganda that they are pushing on a daily basis, that is not even news anymore. That is nothing but their own version of commentary. Their selected panels. Their chosen ones who fall in line with the propaganda that's been pushed by the media from Chairman Biden and his, and his administration. I do this because I want to put the truth out there. Democrat, Republican, I don't give a fuck what your political party is, nor should you care mine. My whole goal is to put the truth out there, put the truth out there week after week. And that's what I do. I don't hold my tongue. This is uncensored. I say it the way that you want to hear it. But I also need your help when it comes down to sponsoring this channel. Like I said, I use basic equipment. I would love to one day 
instead of doing my, you know, independent contractor work or whatnot, just focus specifically up on this and do a 30 minute to an hour show every single day besides Saturday and Sundays and holidays. I'm not saying I'm some Rush Limburg or whatnot, but I would love to have Rush Limburg money. But I don't want to have Rush Limburg sponsorship. My sponsorship comes from the people. We the people. The people are who I'm responsible to. I'm not responsible responsible to the government. I'm not responsible to any, you know, fucking radical groups. I'm not responsible to any type of, you know, corporate sponsorship. I'm responsible to you. That's why I ask for your help and sponsoring this channel. I open up with it all the time. There used to be commercials that run through that, that used to tell you how to sponsor us or whatnot. But we really need your sponsorship. I really want to grow this channel. I really want to do this on a daily basis. I really want to be that that news source that you can fucking depend on. That's giving you the facts and giving my, my spin and my opinion upon it. And like I always say, I challenge each and every last one of you to ever, you know, to challenge me on any of these stories. I want you to read these stories. I want you to see this fucking clown world propaganda that's that's fucking going out there. And this shit is OK. This is not OK. This is never going to be OK. If we were saying this shit 20 years ago, y'all would be like, he is the biggest fucking conspiracist I've fucking ever heard of in my life. But there's no more fucking conspiracy anymore. It's just the fucking truth. I'm reading from the fucking horse mouth self. This is bullshit. These quotes are bullshit. Our country has been taken over and it's up to each and every last one of us patriots to do something about it. We must put the right people in fucking office or we must fucking run our goddamn selves to keep fucking rhinos out of it. I still say that we need a fucking a third party or fourth party or whatever. They got the four party now. They got the Democrats, Republican, Independent, Green Party, whatever. We need a mega party or we need a uh, patriot party. We got to do something because this shit here has no place in the United States of America. A mandate has no place in a democracy. And let me leave you with this, what I always used to leave you with. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. I'm your host, The Educated Patriot, and I'm out.